Today on the Bob Cheswald Show, AED, the acronym Automated External Defibrillator. Yes, it's FDA endorsed. Why wouldn't you have one? Come on. Personal power, people positive, the community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. It's amazing, Joanne. You know, Harry Williams is here with us. You have a great job. You're in San Diego in a brokerage firm, 2016, well pre-pandemic days. And somehow you get a calling to just leave that great job behind. Super place to live. You know, who, who doesn't love Southern California? To come back home to Alabama, to be closer to home. And then the unthinkable happens with your brother in 2018 in September, which changed your lives forever. And maybe that's the reason why you came home. Would, would you agree with that? I think that's a great assumption. You can come closer to the microphone, too. Yeah, you can bring it right up there. You can almost, what we say, eat the mic. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Joanne's heard that too many times. Eat but the yeah, mic. Eat the mic. It goes well with your oatmeal and banana that you had earlier this, okay, this good. morning. No, no good. nutritional value. No nutritional value. <laughs> right. I mean, breakfast. Yeah, exactly. But you hear the calling. Or do you think that, or is it just, I mean, you had an inclination, but don't you look back now and say, my brother's life is saved because I was, I was at the right place at the right, it was the right place at the right time. Right place at the right time to help. Right. And, you know, the number one thing was, uh, I have a mother. She's just turned 91 years old. So this is on the back of my mind. All these years I spent in San Diego having fun, doing whatever I wanted to do, traveling, doing everything. And, and so I'm thinking, now it's time to get back to my mother. At that time, she was, what, like 88 years old? Right. And get back there and help and assist with her and do some things with my brothers. So that was my thought. And say, you know, I'm just leaving. And I just closed up shop and walked away and say, I'm leaving. Gosh, what a, I mean, uh, it's Joanne. It's pretty liberating that, that is, I, Sometimes it is, right, exactly. I mean, it takes, I, I commend you because it's very hard for people to take something that's going well in their life. It, it, you think of others, obviously, more than yourself, it seems like, and you're thinking of mom. Uh, what about your brother, though? Okay, 2018, uh, you guys are shopping around. You're what we call Tiger Town. This is in East Alabama, the Auburn area. If anyone's a War Eagle fan in, in that vicinity, it's you it's, rolled your eyes with that. Bob. Did I? You caught that? You did. Only, only on the video podcast you could see and that. I don't even <laughs> like football, but you rolled your eyes. I like Alabama, a Crimson Tide, but I think of the red, crimson. You know, it's 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 heart healthy team. <laughs> it's, it's got the colors of Georgia. If you're a Georgia fan, too, to a point, to a point. Yes, but you you come back here, and you know. You, 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 your brother, how do you identify this? He, he's going in cardiac arrest. He's a handyman by trade, okay? Yeah. So he pulls in the parking lot of Home Depot, as you stated there in Tigertown. He gets out of his truck. All of a sudden, he collapsed backwards. Oh, jeez. just so happened that a cardiologist was parking his vehicle at the same time, watched him collapse, and ran over and immediately started administering CPR and got the attention to... So the EMS would come. That's what happened. If that if that cardiologist wasn't cardiologist wasn't there, and Joanne, you know this too, like an AED machine. I don't know. Do you have an AED machine? In Absolutely, one hundred percent. Okay, in your gym, that's good because, I, and there was no AED. We'll get into that because this has a lot to do with that in this podcast. How incredible! How what happened to you? Change is going to change the lives and save lives of others. Your brother probably wouldn't have made it. We know this because of the percentage, as you will talk about. And the other fact was that the, the, the proximity from the Home Depot in Tigertown to East Alabama Medical Center is less than a mile and a half away. So all of that working together and the cardiologist being there 
on time to administer CPR and direct the, the bystanders, save my brother's life. Larry's his name. We'll, we'll give yes. him a shout out. Good, Larry. I'm glad you're still here. How's he doing right now? He's doing fine. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for asking. I told him I was here over here today and awesome. tell this story. Awesome. 2022, and it was 18. So it was only a few months later, September, see, October, November, and uh, November. Just a few months later, you get this idea. This happened in the Home Depot shot, you know, what I was going to say, the parking lot. You decide to go to the corporate office, the Home Depot. What'd you ask him? What happened right before that? After he's in the hospital, he's there for, you know, 10 days in ICU. They sent him home because when he clapped on the back of his head there, he had water fluid on the brain. Gotcha. So they could not do anything in ICU for 10 days until that, that fluid dissipates off his brain. While he was waiting for this to clear out, they sent him home with a wearable defibrillator vest okay. that he wore for another two months. And because he had that, that started me to thinking, wow. He needs a defibrillator. So I decided to call, call and go by the local Home Depot stores here locally and in Tigertown and the one in Montgomery and asked them if they had AEDs on their site. And I was told, no, that started it right there. And it, what does Larry say about all this? Because I can't imagine, because Joanne, you, what inspired you to do it? Or you just know that there's something you got to do to have um, an AED machine in your job? Um, it's, uh, it's a non-negotiable for me. Okay. Uh, I mean, just, but, no, yeah. but I've just, um, I grew up lifeguarding and um, knowing the importance of AEDs and first aid, CPR, um, and being in the gym industry, it's a non-negotiable. Let's talk about an AED first before we get into Larry, what happened to Larry, because I know Larry, we, we find out he has a heart condition. He wears his vest. What is the AED vest? What, what, what is it? It's a defibrillator. If your heart goes into an AFib or an, on a crazy rhythm, it sets it back, basically. But that, break it down a little bit. Is that good enough, or what should we that's, tell people? That's yeah. basically what it is. That yeah. is to the point, Bob. You explained that perfectly. That's what it does. If it gets into a an erratic uh, heartbeat, electrical unit there, it will shock his heart back into perfect rhythm or near-perfect rhythm. That's why he's wearing it. So somebody collapses, and, and I've been in a gym before, and uh, I've talked about this before, where a guy we saw, he had a stroke, I guess, but we used the AED machine, which kind of walks you through what to do. And Fred was there. He worked at the Y at the time. He was he was one of the board members. And I was there, you know, getting the attention of people, get to this, uh, comforting the wife, doing the compressions when they needed to be done. Um, fascinating to witness it firsthand. So I've seen it work, and I can see why you say it's non-negotiable, Joanne, because I mean, who wouldn't want to have something like that to save a life? So you're now driven, your passion, you know, from going to be a, a, a broker, <laughs> you know, real estate broker, to now a broker of AED machines is Harry Williams at Going Rogue, so to speak, for a good cause. And, and your brother's wearing this. And now once time goes through, you find out about Larry, his heart, he's got to get some, he's, he's got some serious issues going on. It, it We now know how to handle Larry, thank God, the cardiologist is there, but we want to help others. Have we helped others now? We have helped others. We, uh, since I, I founded AED Advocacy, which is a nonprofit organization, we try and attempt to place AEDs in other nonprofits, public and private locations. If not placing those, by grants and donations. We just recently, well, last year, we placed one over at the Shriners Club in Phoenix City there, Shriners uh, children's Hospital. So places like that, we go around and, and, and ask them, if you have one, you should really consider 
having an AD at your location because, you know, you need this for your employees and you need this for the public. You're on the board for, uh, and you've done a lot, and the local American Heart Association for the West Central Georgia chapter of this region. And having that, and Joanne, too, I asked both of you guys, well, how does one know how to use it then? I mean, great that you have one, but let's be real. How many people are going to grab it? Do they know what to do if you're not there? I mean, as soon as you open the, as soon as you open the box, it has pictures and, I mean, it's bilingual and it's step by step. Okay. I mean, it's like following a picture book. Yes. So many of the new ones today, you know, it's actually like watching a YouTube video. They're walking through just like that, tell you the, about the placements and everything. And it, and what the most bystanders don't understand that Joanne does is that if the heart doesn't need to be shocked, it will not shock it. That's what's remarkable about it. Yeah, it'll tell you to do compressions. It'll tell you to back away. Uh, from my experience from that. Yeah, but it so won't administer a shock if there's a heart rhythm. So okay, so it knows enough not right. to do it because why would you do that when you're so even if you rhythm? can't even if you can't detect a pulse, and it can detect a pulse or a heart, uh, an electrical current, it won't shock the victim. So and so just so everyone knows, we're clear. I know none of us are medical doctors here, but we've experienced this. Uh, you know, Harry firsthand now is going on a mission to help save lives. To to. Uh, to have these in the vicinity so there's no delay for a response for an ambulance to get there or EMS or whomever it may be, or to have the chance that Larry had to have that cardiologist at the right place at the you know right time, even though it was terrible what happened to him. He fell back, hits his head. He's going through all this. So how, how long, now where, where's Larry, just see, where's Larry today? How's he doing? He's all through this. We, we already know his heart condition has changed his life around, or what's he doing? He's doing good, Bob, I have to tell you. He had to have a second procedure on his heart, and this was about 10 days ago. He's back at home now. He had a procedure at East Alabama Medical Center. He's back at home now recuperating. He'll start cardiac rehab next week. He had to go in and have a valve replaced. So this is his condition with yes. something with a valve? Yes. Okay. And this is one of the things here. I'm glad you asked me that question because of this. The difference between a heart attack and a sudden cardiac arrest. Most people don't understand, and I'm still learning all, all of this, okay? One thing about this sudden cardiac arrest, uh, if you have a heart attack, it's like a plumbing issue, okay? There's a blockage. Just think of your plumbing at home. There's grease or grime or something in the pump to keep the water pressure from going. That's a plumbing issue usually with a heart attack victim, okay? okay. But with a sudden carter, cardiac arrest victim, there's usually no sign, you just collapse. There could have been a previous episode of a heart attack, but not necessarily always. It is an electrical issue or a structural issue. So that's when we talk about structural issue. That's why I wanted to mention that. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even have, as many times I've been around this, I wasn't even thinking of it that way. I think of the blockage, the, the sudden, the, the acute nature of the heart going into uh, either stopping or a crazy rhythm on that, and the AED machines help that. You see the AED machines as a lifesaver. Uh, Joanne, have you ever had to use them yet in your gym? Not in person. No. Okay, that's that's good, thank God. But it's there. I mean, it's just nice to know. It's a, it's an insurance. And your insurance policy now goes well beyond now. They're in Home Depots, which is fascinating. I mean, your effort in, in, in other stores, too, and you're in the process of working with other uh, small stores as well. But when you think about Publix, Walmart, Trader Joe's, Lowe's, Home Depot, Sprouts, I mean, these are these are some regional stores. Um, and Home Depot, we're talking about um, all across the nation. Is this what we're trying to get to, or what, what's the deal? Yes, yes, yes. This campaign started 
in in 2000, okay? Okay. Right around, well, actually, it finished in 2000. I'm sorry about that. Sure. It started in uh, May, June of 2018, right when Larry was still actually in the hospital at UAB. This campaign started. When I started calling the, HED, uh, the location to find out whether they had AEDs in their stores or not, and I was told, no, they did not. So I proceeded there to call the corporate office and ask them, are there other stores that might have AEDs in their location? And I was told no. And I'm, and I'm saying, why? Why not? And so I kept calling, kept writing to this effect, and finding us. You know, I wasn't getting the right answer that I want. I found out that certain stores had AEDs, but it wasn't a corporate-wide thing. Okay. So that started the campaign there. And that campaign is, is going gangbusters now. I mean, that, really, it is. That that initial campaign in, in, in May of 20, 2018 I was contacted by Home Depot and said, you know, we think after all your calls and everything, we think we'll send this up to our safety committee and let them come back to us and tell us, talk to us about risk assessment and management, things of this sort. Then later on, probably six months later, I got, a, I got another call from Home Depot and said, we think we would like to, ro- we're going to roll this out to all of our stores our U.S. stores and our U.S. territory stores, which is about 1,700 stores. That started that, and then later on, they finished rolling out those those locations and about 1,700 stores in 2020, 2020, 2020, first quarter. Sure, wow. Oh, my. But being a real estate broker, you got the, the moxie, you got the finesse how to get people on the horn. It's not easy to go through big corporations like that. And I can say this about Home Depot because I work with them on a local level for some charities. They're very giving. They're very giving. That, that is one organization. I'll give them a shout out. Home Depot, um, even I'm, I'm speaking locally, but I'm, I'm going to say it. Obviously, it's their culture. They, when you ask them, and they've delivered for me a couple times for people in need, generators, uh, paint, and things for a a local uh, a local center here for the, the feeding and uh, the, the homeless and hungry, and uh, and also for a, a resident one time that uh, had no heat in the winter. And, yeah, it gets cold here in the Deep South, too, occasionally, too. Um, you had a breakfast function. Um, later, uh, you, you got together with a local branch, and, our, uh, and at that time was a development director, was Kelly Mitchell. She went more regional. Now she's back to uh, uh, going back to the development director again for the Macon and Columbus, Georgia areas. So you be, you've been um, certainly catalyst in getting involved with that, and I think that's really gone a long way, too, because the story's been shared. And I met Larry. I mean, I, I met Larry before, so it was good, good to meet him. But tell me a little bit about what these keynote speakers are doing. You guys are getting the word out. You're in how many – I'm just looking here. I mean, you're in these stores, and you're working on four others right now in the process of trying to get them involved. I mean, you're, how many thousands of AED machines are we talking about? Well, you know, you take some of the big box stores, they could have anywhere location, anywhere between uh, 500 to f- five, 6,000. And one of the larger, you know, pharmaceutical companies that we know of, drug stores, they've got like 18, 1,700 stores. I mean, 7,000 stores. Jeez. So why do you think so that they don't, as a big box store, 2018, we're pretty. Yeah. We're pretty far along. Why do you think that they do not have AEDs? Uh, I mean, I mean, it's a pretty significant my, my thing. Fr- you know, what I'm being told is that it's the cost. Prohibits them from installing them in their store location. Costs, one thing, the cost, and they still don't understand whether it's coming from legal or not about the liability with the AEDs. And this is what I want people to understand here, and Joanne understands this. 
with, if you, as a good Samaritan, come in and use an AED, there's no liability there. As long as you're using it in good faith, good Samaritan laws will take care of that in all 50 U.S. states. That's what is called the Good Samaritan mm-hmm. Laws. Will protect you from that. So that's another reason that's that they should have AED location. Even though someone's come in, might use it, might not be an employee, might be a bystander off the street. Well, this is what you want to say. I'll use it. Uh, well, there's no liability there. You, it's, should, it's, you would think yeah. that would lower yeah. their insurance. I mean, it lowers sure. my the fact that I have one on site lowers my insurance policy or my insurance. Um, right. I never knew that. Yeah, I so, no, I mean I could see I mean, the insurance so I, that's thing. That's kind of curious. And and really, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, um, you know, they're fifteen hundred dollars to two thousand dollars and now in in my business's infancy, that was a significant expense. Sure. expense. And that you know, there's some r- uh uh what do you call them? Like uh not rehabbed but um, Re- repurposed? Reper- not repurposed. Not purpose. What would you say? Not used? Uh, I don't want to say used. But you know, I, uh, I can't f- think of the word, but um, re- rehabilitated. No, re- refurbished. Refurbished. So there's some refurbished ones out there. An AED um, day has been hanging on the wall for 15 years and never been used. It right. Well, I mean, you have yeah. to update your battery every every three to five years. So, okay. That's um, good to know, too. You know, that there's a battery expiration date on them. But in the grand scheme of things, for a big box store, a $1,500 cost versus a lawsuit is kind of a drop in the bucket Absolutely. to me uh, as a bystander. So I agree. Sound like a good Samaritan. Yeah. Well. Yes. And I, I like that law Went to saving lives. No, but they, it comes to that. It, it comes to that when you feed people too, and all this stuff, people are reluctant to maybe help or do something. But with this, uh, knowing this, this is a, that's a good thing. I still think there should be some kind of education or some training. I think it would really inspire people to, to get out there and, and, get accustomed to it, feel it out, do a practice run. And like you just said, I mean, and Joanne was saying, I mean, it's, it's like you can follow the directions quite easily. It's right here in our break room. In fact, I need to check it out because I'll bet you that battery hasn't been changed in our break room in over five years. I've also, been here 16 years and I don't, I, I don't remember. Maybe somebody yeah. did. You I don't should know. double check the I battery. Double check they, the battery. they do expire and then yeah. they don't work. That isn't good. And that's I'll, the problem. Also check the pads because there's an expiration on the pad date also. Okay. So just. It might not stick. Okay. So I, I need to open it up and take a look at it. I'll talk to our HR person. Anybody listening out there, that's a good, it, for those who have AED machines and you're <laughs> like, geez, I see that thing hanging there and never had to use it. Right. But it's time to get, a, get an inspection. It's the same thing. Change your batteries when we turn the clocks back or forward. Hopefully in 2023. I, I remember in our school one. It was a big deal when our school, my high school, had uh, one. Had yeah, I mean they've been babies. around. They've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean it's crazy that they're they're they look like they're more compact now and, yeah. and and probably like you said a little bit better technology so they last longer the batteries maybe or something or yeah no but there are schools there are high schools middle schools that don't have them that don't have them that's crazy it really is. here's a good chance that somebody listening school board member or principal, a t- educator, whomever you are, get involved. I, how would they get involved? Would they go to their administrator or is there somebody to go to the local school board, school board yeah, or something like that? And it's, I mean, it's super easy to get donations. To I mean, there's grants and, and such out there, but, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big hot topic. So I think it's pretty easy to get donations to go towards purchasing your AD. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. They fulfilled a promise. Home Depot and somebody yeah. else can too. I mean, they, they and, and even down to the level of Joanne, like a business like Joanne's, a workplace like where I'm at. Um, somebody listening to, would we really want one in our house or home? Is that is that an investment or probably or if there's yeah. someone in your family that might have a cardiac issue, 
I would suggest getting one. Okay. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, if you look at the survival rate for, uh, and don't quote me on it because you probably know better than I do, but um, just administering CPR, you have a 95% fail rate. So you only have a 5% survival rate and with an AED that's almost flipped. That's crazy. So, so it would be the 95, the 5%. I mean, that's like, 90, 90 don't to quote 95. me on yeah, that. Yeah, right. But it is but significant, I, I get what you're saying. significantly higher. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the, annually, there's about 350,000 people suffers cardiac arrest every year. These are out of the hospital numbers, okay? Right. Out of that amount, less than 12% survive. So these are statistics folks are listening to. the American, the Heart, American Association. Heart Association we're quoting here. So that, 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 that makes sense. I mean, if you see that, and repeat it again, 350,000 people each year suffer from sudden cardiac arrest, and less than only 15% are going to survive. You have that AED machine, like you just said, it, yeah. it flips the odds in your favor. Right. Every When you're administering the AED or not, every minute that there's no AED used in the first four minutes, that's your window, four minutes. Oh, my gosh. When it's not used in the four minutes, life expectancy decreases by 10%. Every minute. That's critical, big time. Very. The message and the, 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 what I always remembered, if anyone's listening to, um, and it's being around you all and, and being part of uh, the Heart Association and being around local cardiologists, we had, you know, we have Dr. Dara on here uh, occasionally, and he said it too. You say, uh, first thing you say, you know, get the AED, you know, call 911. Always call 911 first. Get the, do we have an AED? Scream that out. Somebody can bring the AED. And that happened that day at the YMCA, and I, I, we were able to run and get the AED. And uh, we, he did survive enough to get him to the hospital, but he did pass. He had just recently had, like, a quadruple bypass, and uh, this gentleman. But um, it, it, was, uh, it was tough. It was tough to see that. But it was gr feeling great to hear the paramedics say, you two guys made a difference, you know. And Fred, who did all, you know, he was doing the compressions and stuff, and I, I was just – it felt elating. You know, it felt like, God, you, you can do this. And you really can. I mean, as much as you do CPR classes, which we would encourage everybody to do staying alive, you know, the compressions, if you're not going to do mouth-to-mouth, uh, -mouth, it's it's uh, just like, it's better than nothing. Even though the percentage is low than having the AD machine, you, you're, you're singing the song, doing the compressions. But I encourage everybody to look, look at your local chapter. The American Heart Association, the Red Cross, they do, they do all these wonderful seminars and, and real easy way to certify you. Um, and why not? And, and, and at the same time, inspiring you to do something else. The bystander intervention is key to better outcome for sudden cardiac arrest. And so as you're saying, the AED advocacy attempts to place the needed AEDs in all these public and private places. And that mission is going strong. You, you haven't stopped though yet. I can tell you. No, no, nowhere. no. We're not stopped. Yeah. And, and, and on top of that, also educate. Educate the business owners, educate the church membership that they need those units there. Educate uh, senior citizens center, places where people go might be of age, might have some health issues. Educate those people that it's better to have an AD there and not use it than to need it and not have it. And on top of that, AD Abbasi is partnering with a company out of Opelika called CarePoint Resources. Okay. And we're going in the community and trying and doing demonstrations on ADs and CPR use so that they'll have an understanding of it. Hopefully this by educating the community here and different organizations that, okay, maybe we do need an AED. 
So that's something that we're doing right now. If, if you have anyone out there across the board doing what you're doing, do you have other links? Do you know other communities, other boards, or other like hard association places that are getting on board? But it seems like you're kind of spearheading this. Is there a connection or some link or something we can get people to understand this even better and, and maybe get you know people involved there at a higher level that can make a donation or do something like that? There's a lot of organizations out there, you know, the larger organization. But AD Advocacy, my organization, it's kind of small. I don't know many others that's able to do that because we're able to go in there and talk to groups of five, groups of 100, where they're a large organization depending on websites and things like that. So it's it's a little different, but everybody, please get involved with it. Mm -hmm. We would love to have some donation sponsorships to keep this going on because there's cost involved with printing material and getting out and doing other things like this. So there is. So we're looking for sponsorships all the time, and that's why we're moving in. We we organize the, the health fair. That right, which we could talk about too. I mean, this is a good one too. I mean, even if you teamed up, um, have somebody there. It's going to be Saturday in our local region, October 1st, 2022, if anyone's listening to this podcast, uh, from uh, really, if you're in Florida, Alabama, Georgia, I mean, it's worth the drive. It's 11 o'clock, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time, even though it's in East Alabama, a lot of your watches are going to switch over one hour, but we go by uh, Russell County, uh, Alabama, we go by Eastern time. So that is 11, October 1, 2022, write it down. As part of the effort uh, to bring about better health in the communities, uh, you're the organizer of our second annual. It always seems like the doggone weather. We're going to give you good weather. <laughs> it's going to cooperate. Yes, yes, yes. The yes. second annual Crawford Community Health Resource Fair. And, um, and, and, and again, are you, are, are you part of, is this a nonprofit? Are you trying, what, what is your, your, your mission is, is AED advocacy. What, what is that umbrella over? I mean, what is it? You started, I mean, I think this thing should be, you should get this thing going and get people you know, many people underneath you. I mean, why not be the head honcho of this across the board? There's got to be other people who want to be AED advocates. I hope so. Let's yeah. find them. Yeah. Let's, let's find, find them, them. And, yeah. and bring them aboard here and, and let's all work together and make this thing work. You know, what, what, what compels me, Bob, the challenges out there is that we're talking about the health fair. It's a way of bringing the health fair out to the outlying communities out there because people have health risk and things like this. Bring the resources out there. They don't understand the resources that might be available to them. Here I am asking for resources to help bring and place AEDs into locations. I'm saying people come out to the health fair, learn about resources that can somehow relay into a better health and longevity for you, better lifestyle, different lifestyle. That's what it's all about, health, 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 health. And Joanne, I see you, your head's She's definitely agreeing with us. <laughs> so we've talked about this all along, especially during the COVID pandemic. It's like the worst thing you can do is not doing anything and stay on the couch. Um, so, again, you we advocate part of this uh, Crawford Community Health Resource Fair is going to have other agencies there in addition to the AED advocacy uh, led by uh, Harry himself and uh, others being there. I don't know if your brother may, if he's okay, hopefully he's going to be okay during this event. He can maybe stop by and and be the testimony and say, hey, look at me. But but we do want people to have a healthier lifestyle. Uh, get, you know, know your blood pressure, get the screenings you need, know your cholesterol, blah, 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 go all the way through so we can make those lifestyle changes and then hopefully mitigate the, have to be able to have to use one of these someday. And it's not to say to people who are going into cardiac arrest, sudden cardiac arrest or having a heart attack or stroke, it's not, not nothing. You, you may not be doing anything wrong. You know, it just may be something you're predisposed to whatever it may be, but um, fitness, 
Fitness. Top of mind, Joanne. There you go. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes, you can see that. But I, I think overall, this is this is so great that you're doing this. I like your logo too. Let me, let me see that. And our WRBL on the video podcast part of it. I, w- I want everyone to see this. AED Advocacy Life Saving Access. I love this. Let me put this right here in front of the camera. I, I love it. Did you come up with that? I, I love that with the heart. Yes, with I did. The, with a little bit of, um, you can see where the monitor goes, do, 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 where it's beating with the heart. <laughs> it's, uh, even though it's on flat paper, it seems to come to life. Look at that. And it, it serves a, a great purpose. So that's a, that's a great logo. And I, I'm hoping people are going to get behind this big time because it's, I, you know, as long as I've known you, I know you've been passionate about it. Um, and the mission continues. And it's going to go beyond these major stores and outlets and everything else that people can do it. I, I, is there, I feel like, I feel like people, you, you do, a lot of people don't want to talk about it again. It's like that, how do I say this? You want to make a will, you know, but do you really, really want to acknowledge and see that AED machine, how many people walk by it and say, I, I, do I really want to know that I have to use it? Get it, There's nothing wrong with that. It's that one time in your life you may have to use it or have the knowledge how to do compressions or whatever it may be, and and you you, you can make a huge difference, you know? You like what something. happened, I mean, the cardiologist was just there in the parking lot had he not been there. But if there was a, another bystander, a good Samaritan, who actually had the training, would have made a difference. You can save someone's life. That easy. There's nothing more important than saving a person's life. Amen to that. Check those batteries. Check check the expiration dates. If you have AED machines, I wasn't aware of that. I mean, that's important. I'm gonna. That's going to be my mission here. I'll, I'll spearhead that. I promise I'll do that. And uh, and, and Joanne is uh, keeping hers updated, which is good. It's prayed that nobody ever has to use it. And, um, but knowing how to use it is, is a good thing. It's a good thing. Read it over. I mean, it's simple. The material that's on there uh, is, is easy for anyone to understand. And you can go to uh, YouTube, right? I'm sure. Or, yeah, go ahead, Harry, because I know there, you're. There's some great videos yeah. on YouTube yeah. about the AD. There's one out there about the 3D effect. Just absolutely perfect. It explains to you everything about the blood, the oxygen, compression, everything. And there's some others out there will actually walk you through it. You can actually view it several times. So if you ever come to that situation, you feel more prepared. Lewis will put that on there. Lewis will put a link. We'll get a link to, to that site. We'll have a link to what you do in the AED advocacy uh, space. And you're making all the difference with so many different stores in that. It, that's That's profound. Do you ever feel like you want to go back to real estate or not? Now that you already did this. So you the could, real estate of the heart, Bob. I know. So, oh, there you go. Oh, Joanne. Love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> ah, Love very that. good. Yeah. Um, no, because I'm finding a way to get more involved as I delve into this AD advocacy thing. Uh, that takes away the urge to get back in real estate because real estate is now, now, now. Let's do it, do it, do it. What's planned? What's in the grapevine? Well, I can fill a va- great vine up with calls I need to make and people I need to contact about AED. So I'm okay with that. Good. Now. Ah, good answer. That was good. And plus, well, who needs that extra stress? But you can use your contacts and your and your finesse. So that, that, that's really good. I love it. Let's sing Staying Alive. You want to sing Staying Alive no. for our compressions? You want to do that? Nope. Staying Alive. Nope, I don't. Staying Alive. Ah, 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 ah. Staying Alive. Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you know, you got to do that. You have to do the compressions Lewis. doing that when you're staying like Lewis, what's the matter? Lewis, you've lost control. So, so <laughs> you've lost control. <laughs> He's supposed to shut my mic off when it happens. <laughs> Am I making you blush, Lewis? Put, Lewis, put yourself on camera here. Show everybody. No, don't, Lewis, <laughs> don't. Resist it. But I'm, I'm so happy for Larry. 
Thank goodness. He's you, recovering. He's yeah. getting better. He's recovering. There's there's Harry, your brother Larry, and your other brother Larry. I'm making a no. joke about this. I know there's a, there's Harry, Larry. And Walter. And Walter. There you go. And there's a guy who I work with that could fit right in with you guys. Good. He could be, be, be your brother. <sighs> Joanne, anything? Bob, nothing. I can't believe it. But Harry Williams, we will see you locally. We're hoping that other people can have these resource fairs. If you have one in your community, get involved like like Harry did. There's one here again. I'm going to push it again. It's it's coming up. It's great. It's the second annual Crawford Community Health Resource Fair. It's on the 1st of October of 2022. It's from 11 to 3 Eastern Time in Russell, well, Crawford, which is still Russell County, Alabama. And that is on Eastern Time. So come on down and, and support. If you have a fair or a health fair, resource fair, talk to someone in your community about becoming an AED advocate. Do it today. You can reach out to Harry. He's right there at the bottom. Put your heart into this one. Oh, I certainly did. Oh, I love it, Joanne. Look at that. Thank you. And my pulse right now is, let's just see. (laughs) uh, Let's just see. Where are we at right now? Uh, 97 SPO2, 73 right now. 73 sitting here. Probably because I'm moving my arms. It's my aerobic exercise. I think that's probably (laughs) just your resting heart rate. Uh, They they say, really? Because usually it's about 50 or something when I wake up in the morning. It's, (laughs) It's low, like 50 or 49, 51. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? Nothing. Is that a bad thing? Uh, no, no, no. That's, I'm just, that surprises me. Okay. Really? You thought it would be higher. That's what you're going to say. Yeah. Usually the smaller the people, the faster your heart rate. all the time. I know. So. I am. And I had one cup of coffee today. That was it. That's it. Health and wellness is what we talk about here on the Bob Jeswell Show. WRBL.com, Wednesdays at 7, 6 Central, anytime we stream live at this time. And, of course, you can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, just search my name and search YouTube for AED. Let's do that. Just do an AED uh, machines and find out more about that. Be educated on that. And we'll see you next week because it's potluck. Wait till you see it. Health and wellness continues. Harry Williams, you're the man. And tell Larry, we are so thankful. I shall tell He's him doing well. today. Okay, great. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Thank you, Joanne.